Hey there, Rachel Wilson here, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to my bite-sized podcast to help guide, inform, and help you deal with your child's sleep from newborn to four years old. Sleep strategies, interviews, and informed information to give you the confidence to help your child form happy and healthy sleep habits and parenting skills for yourself. Let's get into it. I hope you're all doing well this week and to continue my little mini series on childcare options this week I'm going to be talking about the nursery option. It's that time to start thinking about childcare options and you may be wondering along the lines of a nursery. Well today in this podcast I'm going to explain a little bit more about a nursery setting, the pros and cons and of course explore the cost. So let's get into it. What is a nursery setting and how does it really work? Well, there are two types of nursery settings that you know how to choose from, and your child's age will be the first deciding factor. If you are looking for a nursery for your child who is under the age of three years, you will be looking for a private nursery. If your child is over the age of three, you can apply for a school setting nursery known as a preschool. And this will either be run by your local authority or attached to a school or a private nursery that again is attached to a private school perhaps. Private nurseries cater for children from as young as six months old to four years old. In other countries such as Spain, we start from as little as three months old, can you believe it? And this is because maternity leave is not as long as us lucky mums are in the UK. All nursery settings will offer an early education that is instigated and required by the government curriculum that they lay out and they have to follow and adhere to. Nurseries will tend to separate the children into age groups. We've usually got the babies in one room, toddlers in another, and preschools in another. There will be a lead room staff member, and depending on the number of children in the room, there will be other staff members too. It all comes down to staff-child ratio that is set by the government. Your child will have a key worker who will usually be the one that does all the reports and tend to your child for specific activities. Nurseries will often open around 7am and close around 7pm in the evening. Preschool nurseries attached to schools may end at 3pm and then have an option for your child to attend an after-school club. And often there'll be an early bird club as well where breakfast can be served. So if you need to leave home early to get to work, that is a possible option for you. Requirements by government for a nursery are to be registered and are passed by the following. In England, Ofsted, which stands for Office for Standards in Education. And in Scotland, the Care Inspectorate. In Wales, the CSFIW, which is the Care and Social Services Inspectorate Wales, and in Northern Ireland, your Local Health and Social Care Trust. What does a nursery provide exactly? All food will be provided, and often they will run a no-nut policy, but do check this when you go and visit. They will also ask you about the child's medical history, and be able to cater for any intolerances or allergies your child may have. In my 20 years experience, I found that when a birthday was approaching, parents were asked if they'd like to provide a cake for the class, but in more recent years, now that allergies and intolerances have become more common, nurseries tend to provide a cake themselves that they know has no nuts and will be safe for all children to eat. Nurseries will provide an extensive array of activities such as art and craft, sand pit and water play, Messy pay, listening activities such as story time and reading, construction, play-doh, building materials, fine manipulative games such as drawing puzzles, beads, music, cooking, 
group and one-to-one -one play, indoor and outdoor activities, and trips to local parks, shops, or further afield like zoos and farms. They will also have visitors such as doctors, dentists, or even a fire engine one day, which can be super exciting. These days are always a great hub of excitement, and sometimes they like parents to come along just for fun and help out as well. The nursery staff will keep you updated by keeping a profile of your child and keep you updated with any milestones and progress your child is making. You should be able to access your child's pro profile at any time you wish, so just ask if you want to have a look. Every child will have a bed in pressure commas to sleep in and access to quiet time. This may be a cot or a bed mat that goes on the floor. Usually it's a little bed mat that's a bit, a bit thicker than a yoga mat. Often a nursery provides a sheet or a blanket, but you may also be asked to provide one. Times may have changed since COVID, so it's best to find out and check. Now, how do you find a nursery? The wonderful world of advertising via word of mouth is the best place to start. You can also call your local schools and find out what nursery settings they provide. In England, you can jump on the Ofsted website and look for nurseries in your area and read their reports. There's going to be a couple of links I'll put in the show notes below that you may find helpful to search for day nurseries and school nurseries in your area. Now, the big one, the cost of a nursery. Most day nurseries offer between 10 and 16 hours of free childcare so it's worth doing the research when you're looking for the perfect setting. Nurseries can be pricey, and depending on the area you live, this will reflect the cost, and the age of your child will also reflect the cost. They tend to split the price between under two and over two. Some nurseries will provide nappies and creams, and some don't. The cost will reflect that. In 2020-2021, earlier this year, the cost were standing at the following. Children aged under two years old for part-time, which is 25 hours a week, on average £800 per year. That works out to be about £131.61 a week. Full-time hours, which is about 50 hours, you're looking just over £1,300. Nope, I'm reading that number wrong. That's right. <laughs> it's just such a big number, I get confused. And on a weekly basis, approximately £252. But it could have changed, especially since COVID. Now, children aged two years and up, part-time, you're looking at about 6600 a year, which equates about £127 a week. Full-time hours, £12,000 a year, just over or about £250 per week. So, do your research. Each nursery may vary slightly, and obviously the hours will reflect this. And as I mentioned, the area in which you live in, London nurseries will be super expensive, but out in six nurseries may not be so much. What are the pros of a nursery setting? Well, when I was expecting my second daughter, Chloe, my husband and I felt Leah would really benefit from spending some part of the week in a nursery setting. <coughs> Excuse me. Not only would she benefit, but I also had some downtime for myself to bond with Chloe and catch up with, with all those jobs that I needed to do at home, which seems like a never-ending pile, which I'm sure you can all relate to. I did have a bit of mum guilt there, because Leo was only two, but it managed to balance that off, knowing that he was going to have a great time at nursery, and it was only going to be a couple of days a week. 
A nursery setting will enable your child to learn more skills they may not have the opportunity to do so at home. Your child will learn immense social skills and confidence in being around many children and adults. They will be exposed to new experiences and enjoy trips. The nursery may organise to places such as farms will have guests to come and speak with the children like I mentioned earlier. Nursery will prepare your little one for school in all areas of the curriculum and they have to follow the curriculum set out by the government. Nurseries are required to be approved and registered by the appropriate body. So as I mentioned earlier, for example, in England, it's the Ofsted. And you can review this report. They should have it on their nursery website, and you can also find it on the Ofsted website. They will have trained staff, they'll have a structured routine, and you may be able to choose a Montessori or Steiner nursery that is near you if that is something that interests you. One of the cons of a nursery setting. Private nurseries can be expensive. The days and hours may not work for you. Your child is going to be exposed to a lot of bugs, so hold on to your hat, people. The first year is a tricky one, and your little one is going to probably get sick quite a lot, but ride it out. They'll be building a good immune system from it. They will have strict opening and closing times, so if you are late to pick up your child, you may incur charges. Like speaking to the head teacher when they call you and let me tell you. They will take holidays where you still need to pay them and you may need to find alternative childcare and that will be obviously at an extra cost as well. Choosing childcare for your little one is going to be a hard one, so take your time. Go and visit the settings as many times as you have. Have a list of questions ready to ask and don't be afraid to hang outside the nursery gate and grab those parents who are going and jumping out and ask them questions for their feedback. It will help you make your decision. It's a scary moment, but enjoy it. You have to make sure you're doing the right thing and take the time with it. If you've got any questions about choosing childcare for your child, drop me an email, let me know, I'm happy to help. And as always, peaceful sleeping everyone, I'll catch you next time. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Please see the show notes for all the links mentioned and don't forget to subscribe, share, rate and review and come follow me over on Facebook and Instagram. If you have a topic you would like me to cover, drop me an email at rachel at rachelwilsonsleepconsultant.com. See you next time.